0: This is Emsolation.
1: Hello, welcome to this very special bonus mini part for your Friday of Emsolation. I just thought, you know, you always should pay credit where credit's due and I so rarely do that for my husband. <laughs> A little while ago, we had listener Liz send in a question for Scott. Now, my husband is a performance coach. He helps people reach the best of their abilities and be the best they can, generally in their workplace, but sometimes in life. And Liz wanted some help asking for a promotion. Have a listen.
2: Hi, Scotty. My name is Liz. I'm 37. I'm from Melbourne. I've got a work question for you. I always crap on to my co-workers in a fun way, like, oh, I'm so good, haha, <laughs> yes, I am amazing. I do have the opportunity, however, to qualify as a more senior role, which involves me writing down my achievements and then having an interview with HR to talk about them, and I'm so nervous and anxious about it. I could have applied last year, but I let the you know date to slip by because I was just nervous about it and now this year it's coming up again and I really want to apply for it because I think I am I know I'm good enough for it but I'm so nervous about talking about it in a serious way Scotty please help oh yes I feel like something a
1: lot of you could relate to I certainly could so now in comes Scotty hero Scott not all heroes wear capes some wear very tight-fitting lycra to help Liz out with her problem,
0: there's two concerns here, isn't there? There's the concern about what might happen if she does declare herself publicly. Mm-hmm. There's that concern about and however true that might be, or however likely that might be. And the second concern is, well, the concern about me not um, exploring and fulfilling my potential. So you, at one point you might you might go, well, what's more important to me? Is it more important to, for me to stay small and safe? or is it more important for me to grow? And and there may be some sticky points along the way, some uncomfortable points, or there might not at all. I think uh, there needs to be almost a bit of a flip the script. So work out what is that statement that you're telling yourself, all right, and then and then flip it. So if you might be saying, deep down, I'm really worried that they're not going to believe me. Just say that, okay? So then, okay. Well, what's the script that you need to be listening to, telling yourself that's going to give you the best chance for you to speak comfortably and confidently with those people? So flip the script, and then you got to practice that too. You got to practice speaking and being in a way. So, so you got to keep trying on the coat until the coat feels comfortable and it feels like it's you. All right. When you're confronting fears and concerns, there's you know two ways of uh, looking at it. You can either wade into it bit by bit. Or you can throw yourself in the deep end. What approach do you
1: use? I bomb into the deep end.
0: Right. So there's, there's your two ways. So if it's if it's a waiting in approach, then you need to um, do it at home, speak you know it was almost like you're doing a mock interview speaking into the mirror recording yourself audio or video so you can get the feedback as well that that's really helpful not with judgment just more like okay what am I noticing here what's going well what, what do I need to, need to do differently and then you might even dealt with say friends or family or even but also where she said at the start it was interesting I always crap on telling my coworkers how good I am so she feel the need that's just crapping on mm. she's got to do it with conviction
1: But I also think something you won't appreciate because you're top of the totem pole being a straight white male is that women often feel they have to apologise for wanting to take up space you know, for wanting to project themselves and for wanting to be assertive. And that's years and years of social conditioning. And it's something I've come across a lot, especially the last show I did with Raging Rainbows, so much feedback saying, yes, I am afraid to put myself out there and I don't want to be seen to be making too much noise. So I just noticed a lot of her language sounded like she was apologising for being competent and talented at her job and almost felt like she had to keep herself smaller in fear of stepping outside and drawing attention to herself. So I just want to encourage you from my non-qualified perspective to draw attention to yourself. There is nothing wrong with wanting to take up your space in the world and you don't have to apologise for that. And I think women have been told over many years that that's an undesirable trade and that we shouldn't be doing those type of things, that we should be making the people around us comfortable, and I think that's wrong. So, Liz, I totally encourage you to go for that job. Scotty's given you the practical tools. I know he's going to have a wrap-up, but don't ever apologize apologize or make yourself smaller for taking up space in the world. You take up all the space you need to, to be your absolute best.
0: That was really good and very true. So, again, I'll go back to two things. Um, what's more important to you? Is it more important for you to um, stay safe and small and so that there's no chance that people might think of things of you, mm-hmm. and which you don't even know if they're going to do that anyway? Mm-hmm. Or is it more important for you to explore your potential professionally mm-hmm. and grow and accept that there might be some risks perceived or actual along the way? Mm-hmm. So there's that thing. And then lastly... What about this for an idea? You know, she says, I always crap on jokingly about how good I am with my co-workers. Well, I wonder if your co-workers have already worked out what's going on for you anyway. They already know what you're doing and they just sort of smile and go along with it. Maybe they've already worked or they don't even care anyway. I encourage you to let your true true aspirations out. Let your true self out and go for it. And obviously you can train and prepare that so it doesn't. it's not risky.
1: Yeah. Well, this good, Liz. Hopefully, I'd love to hear from you if you go for that job and how you go. And hopefully, it's helped some other people listening who are kind of feeling a bit stuck and not sure whether they're good enough to go for that next thing. Of course, you are. And if you don't get it, if the worst happens and you, you don't get it, that doesn't mean you're a bad person. That just means you didn't you didn't get that thing that time. But you could do something again. You could go for it again or you could do something different. He's a very wise man, isn't he? Don't tell him I said that. Well... Yesterday, we got an update from Liz and I was pretty excited. I'm going to play it all for you now and then I'm going to get Scotty on and he'll have
2: heard it for the first time when you guys all do. This is so great. Here's Liz. Hi, Em. Hi, Scotty. This is Liz. Um, You might remember me from Live from the Roadside episode. Fabulous episode, if I do say so myself. Um, So... I applied for the more senior role at work. My boss approved it easily, no problems, said it's about time, 100% agree that I have earned it and I'm a well-valued member of the team and she sent it off to HR and let me know this morning, HR have approved. So officially, I'm hiding at work in the storeroom and just really had to let you know, keep up the great work. Love the pod. Love you in me ears. You make me laugh until I wee. I just am so thankful for you. And, um, yeah, Scotty, thanks for all the help. Uh, your advice really, really worked uh, over and out. All right, so
1: Scotty's standing here, he's just heard. Elio's very happy for Liz too. Scotty's just heard.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the great news. What do you reckon?
0: Uh, that's great. Good on you, Liz. Yeah, you could hear it like in the voice, it meant a lot. And it's almost like a little quick, little tears of joy and then on onwards and upwards.
1: But you did that. You effectively changed someone's life. You, Scott Barrow.
0: I think Liz did that. But of course, there's always, you know, it takes two to tango.
1: People have missed you on the podcast.
0: Bloody oath they have.
1: <laughs> Do you know Scott's got his own podcast now? It's about bikes. What's it called?
0: Just about, bike. in fact, it's just about spokes on the wheel. That's it. We just talk about all the different technology of the spokes.
1: Are oh, you really selling it? What's it called? It's called half wheelin'. Half. Oh, did you did you hear him put on his butch voice then? Half wheelin'. <laughs> and basically, it's there's not a lot of divas, Disney, or dick talk on half wheelin'.
0: It's only about cycling. If you if you in fact, it's only a certain peep. Bunch of people who are right into cycling, the pros, and also maybe if you're sort of serious and right into your riding. And we have a lot of fun with it too.
1: So if you know a total bike nerd, or if you're married to one or with one, or you are one, look up Huff oh, Wheeling.
0: We're covering the Tour de France right now.
1: Oh my God, I'm going to listen right now. <laughs>
0: yeah. Didn't you already listen to it when I sent it to you last night? Yes.
1: Oh, well, anyway, well done. Well done, Scotty B, on helping Liz.
0: Yeah. Yeah, thanks. And good on you, Liz. And again, I just can't resist. So the follow-up question here for me from a coaching point of view is, what have you learnt? And possibly, what have you learnt about yourself?
1: But well done. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys. Hope you enjoyed the bonus edition. Just thought it would be a nice little way to end your week. A little bit of good news. Good News Friday. Bye.